All right, let's go this time uh, to Luke chapter number one. Luke chapter one. The first chapter of the book of Luke is always talking about John the Baptist and uh, Elizabeth, his mother, and the annunciation of Gabriel coming to Mary and telling her that she's going to have a child. And uh, But we're going to leave off some of that. It's not to, just because we don't want to look at it. It's because of the, save, you know, the time and looking at things that we need to look at here this morning. So we want to go to chapter 1 and go to verse number 30. And it said, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. Now remember Isaiah seven fourteen. We just read a while ago. Uh, a virgin will bring forth a child. And it says here uh, in verse 31, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name, what? Jesus. Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Notice that. He give unto him uh, you know the throne of his father David he hadn't had received that yet he came into the world but he did not get the throne they rejected him the, the Jews refused him they were looking for something different and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever now notice this they're going to reign over the house of Jacob who is Jacob? Remember, that's a Jewish nation, Jewish people. The church has got a different promise. If I could just get people to understand the difference between the church and the Jew. Now, the Jew, I mean, the church is uh, included. Uh, I mean, our Jews are included in the church. Those who have got saved just like we have. But God has given them. He's got promises to the Jew. He's got promises to the church. And we got to see the difference in those two. And some of these people are trying to place the Jew in the place of where God uh, has got the Gentile. They're trying to put the Gentile in the place that God is promising the Jew. And that's important to understand today. All this, a lot of stuff that they got. I hear one preacher say this, and another say this, and they're two direct opposites of each other. And sometimes I mean, you looked at them and found out that they're neither one right. There's something else going on there that they're not looking at. And sometimes I find one he is, and the other's not. And of course, I'm not an expert on any of this. I could be wrong on a lot of things in prophecy but I try to compare everything I can with the scripture and it's going to follow it in order this scripture is going to come through and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end are we looking for a kingdom no I'm looking for a heavenly home 
Amen. And it said, Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee, and therefore also that holy thing which thou which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Of course we gonna leave that though we got a lot of other stuff we could say right there. But I just wanted to point out these facts. And it goes on down. It even goes on down further than that in here. But uh, I want to point out three things out of out of the Old Testament that's carried over to the New Testament, and we have to look at it. There, there's a prophet. The Bible, Old Testament, talked about prophets. It talked about priests, and it talks about kings. Them three, and Christ is the priest of all priests, the king of all kings, and he is the prophet of all prophets. He, he, that's where it comes in. And says he fulfilled the. He didn't. He has not destroyed the Old Testament. Somebody said, "I keep the law." Well, Old Testament people kept tried to keep the law, but they broke it. Yeah. Law keeping don't save you. And in our modern day, they'll say, "Well, he fulfilled the Old Testament, so therefore we don't have to keep up with the commandments." But they're the Word of God, Old Testament and New. Uh, can y'all excuse me a minute? I'm going back to the book of Exodus. I said I wasn't going back to the Old Testament, but I'm going to have to. And uh, to prove what I just said, Exodus 19 5. Remember, uh, Moses, and I think we mentioned, uh, skipped the covenant with Moses, didn't we? I, I mentioned it one time, and I thought I was going to get it when I got there, but somehow I skipped over it. I guess the Lord wanted me to come back to here. But here, Exodus chapter 19, the 20th chapter is where we get the law. The 19th chapter is a prelude to it or before it. In the 19th chapter, in chapter 5, uh, 5th verse, 19, 5, God said, Now therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. I think I did read that a while ago. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nations. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. We did read that. And what I'm trying to get at today, the promises back there and trying to answer these people's questions, are the, are the uh, Ten Commandments still important? Shall we keep the Ten Commandments? Sure. He's never, he's never thrown the Ten Commandments away. Matter of fact, he summed it up and made it a little bit more strict for us. He put it up. And he said, first and great commandments: love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, body." You know, and then love thy neighbor as thyself. So, if you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, I guarantee you, you won't be breaking these commandments. You follow me? And so, yeah, they're important. Sure, we keep those. But it's, no, we're not doing it because that don't save us. It didn't save the Jew. It won't save me. We're saved by grace through faith in the shed blood of Christ, which was pointed and uh, laid out in the book of Genesis when God killed the animals. And so we get all that. Now, what about, what about the rapture? which is not mentioned in the Bible, by the way. The word rapture ain't. 
but a calling out is or taken up. Behold, I looked, you know, the door was opened in heaven and a voice said unto me, you know, come up hither. That's, that's rapture, chapter 4, Revelation. When God comes to get the saints of God, He's going to take us out of here before He passes judgment upon the Jew. I'm talking about saved people. There will be some Gentiles that have been church members, carried their Bible to church, went to church, some of them faithfully, but never got birthed into the family of God. And they'll go through tribulation. You know, that scares me to death because I'm afraid we've got so many people that think they're saved that really aren't saved. Absolutely. They got hooked up in religion. That's why I keep preaching that. Why I keep preaching it and keep preaching it. Yeah, yeah. And they truly believe they are. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They truly believe they are. Matter of fact, they'll argue with you. That's most of them. But you can tell if you want to get down technical. And I'm not not to judge, but I try. I don't try to be judgmental. But I can tell where you got an apple tree on a cherry tree or not. I said, what kind of fruit you got? But it hurts whenever you, some of your loved ones, you, 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 you see them, best you, to you see them going around. To them right. You, you, they just push you away. You see them going around cussing and carrying on and drinking and all them things, and they tell you they're saved. Well, now, don't remember. Remember this. Lot got to that place in his life, and righteous Lot. He could be, or she could be saved, but. They sure got the fruits of, of unbelief. Lot's the one that surprised me. Yeah. Righteous Lot. If I hadn't never seen that in the New Testament, I'd have preached him into hell and said he's one of the most wicked sinners. And you, and you got all, but New Testament, Old Testament, too tells us he's all right. So God wouldn't. Do, we don't know their hearts. But God wouldn't have delivered him out. Abraham said, "If there's ten folks down there, God said, I'll deliver them. I won't. I'll spare that city. And you know what? He he didn't spare the city because there wasn't ten. But at the same time, he did spare those that were all right. The one that's got me questioning is Lot's wife. She looked back. Somebody said, "Well, she looked back because the children probably did. Probably did. Because I I got the, back in the back of my mind." It looks like she loved lots. I mean, love Sodom better than she did her family. And but then I get to thinking, no, she did come out of there. So it's a good, great ninety-nine point nine point nine 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 percent. She had the goods. I always thought she loved Sodom. It's not. I think she loved her children's perishing down there. I think she looked back to see if he's coming out. Yep. Yeah, could have. Yep. I'll never know that till I get to glory. We'll talk about that on the other side. <laughs> Any comment, our brother? The great Walenda walked across Niagara Falls. Then he pushed a wheelbarrow. Then he done stones. Got to the other side. The little boys came there. He said, "Son, you on my shoulders? I'll carry you across." <laughs> he said, don't you believe I can? He said, I believe you can. I just don't trust you. Just don't trust you. a lot of people. Just like that. They believe Jesus can save. That's right. But they just don't trust you. 
That's true. Yep. And that's where we are in this day. Yes, sir. Well, we see that, and people won't know who the Antichrist is and all that. And I'll, I'll just give you some scriptures right here. I'm not concerned about that. I really am not. I'm not concerned about who the Antichrist no. is. I, that's right. I've got promises on that. See, I know. I know what my Bible says. And so we get wrapped up in that. I get wrapped up in it. I mean, we all. And I do preach on what the Antichrist stands for, what he does, what he's going to do, and and I do that just to let everybody know. And when I preach that, it's not that I'm trying to lay down the platform. I'm just trying to let people know. Hey, look, we're going to get out of here. We're not going to be here. And then. At the same time, I'm trying to warn others that I know right. probably yeah. will go through it. But you know, these people, I'm serious. There's people out there that are so scared to oh, death yeah. of that. Yes, they're, they're afraid it's going to happen. Uh, let me get got talking and didn't remember where I was looking. That's right. I'm going to read this portion of Scripture here and just like Abraham, we are to believe what God said. Now, he's saying this through Paul, but he said the other through Abraham in the Old Testament. He told Abraham first, but I'm listening to what Paul says because Paul listened to what God said. We're all on the same line, right? Now, and he says in Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord, Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled. Do you think people are? They're shaken in mind and they're troubled today. Unbelievers are even talking about this stuff. Tony, I don't know about you, but I'm finding more and more every day of people that want to talk about these things that I'm talking about this morning. And uh, they... But they've wasted their life and not listened to it down through the years. Honestly, today, right here in this room, I'm going to make a big statement. And uh, I'm back it up. I mean, because we know it. We'll, if we open our eyes, we'll see it. We, everyone in this building, should know a lot more about our Bible than what we do. And that includes me. I've let too much go by and didn't take time to study. Uh, we're we're people of one God. We ought to be a people of one book, and we ought to have the same mind and the same judgment. And we all should know and believe. And it ought to be a a real rejoicing time just to be here this morning to know that we believe the same thing, and we know it's going to happen. All right, he said that you be not not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Now, a lot of people don't know what that day of Christ is. It's when the Lord is going to bring judgment. Amen. We're we're in a time. He's not bringing this now. But the day of Christ, it's not here, but it's, it's at the door. Yes, sir. I've made a study on that a few times and preached it uh, to some degree. But there's a difference in that. We're, we're in the day of grace. Yes, sir. And it said in verse 3, Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, what? That day of Christ. Uh, shall not come except there come a falling away first. Are we there? Well, they are, we are in a falling away. Close. 
not yet. Because when it actually gets here, it'll happen. Amen. That's what he said. And that man of sin be revealed. Now the man of sin is known by most people that study the Bible as the Antichrist. The son of perdition, it said. But it says it right there. The son of perdition. Who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God. as Satan. Or that is worshipped. So that he as God sitteth in the temple of God. Showing himself that he is God. Matthew 24. Hold your spot. Right there. I'm going to read it to you. Matthew 24. I'll give you the verse in just a second. When I read that every time this verse comes to my mind. And I always use it. Matthew chapter 24. Hang on. And verse number 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. And that's what it said. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he is God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's We ain't seen that. That ain't happened yet. Could it? Real quickly. Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed. Notice this. In his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. All right. Now the church is here. The Spirit of God's in the church. The Spirit of God is in, in, in charge. And this, this wicked one, in verse 8, and then shall that wicked one be revealed. When? When the church is called out of here and the saints of God are gone and the Spirit is gone. Then that wicked be revealed. I don't know who he's going to be. Maybe on the verge of stepping in authority now. I don't know. I do know the world's calling and saying, we need a man or a woman or somebody that'll step in and give answers to the problems. I've even heard them say, we believe this is one. They're so smart that they can figure this out. And all they need to do is just have the authority. And the world's looking for a leader yeah. right now. I've never seen it this much. They're more looking for a leader now than they ever have. In, in America, we know we don't have one. Not for right now. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So you see, God's given us the promise. Now, this is the Antichrist being revealed. But something's going to happen before the Antichrist is revealed. The church is going out of here. Now, you said, we might have to go through some of the tribulation. We may have to go through some uh, persecution. We're already getting a little persecution. They're fighting the church. You stand up for God in these modern days. They'll talk about you, laugh at you, and it ain't going to be long. But they're, they're trying to shut the churches down and people uh, that stand for the truth. They don't. When they shut schools down the place, they won't let you have Bible reading, prayer, Ten Commandments, and they won't let you carry a Bible anywhere and stand on the street corner and preach yeah. and all them sort of. We getting 
pretty well in some persecution. Who's more? They used to people hear preachers preaching on the street and talking about the Lord and passing out tracts. They just got away from them. They did. They got away from them. Yeah, they'll shut it down. That's all right. I'll go somewhere else. Hey, big world. Hey, big world. I go somewhere else. It don't matter. You know, preacher down here too. You could be a Paul. I don't know about, huh? Down here too. They hear about our little. Well, if it catches on and starts turning the people around, yeah. That's okay. Might not last long, but still. We'll do it again. Yeah. We don't go down easy. <laughs> Start something else. I know. I said that this morning. I said that this morning, and I said it's just a matter of time that they shut down. What happened is McDonald's going to say y'all can't do this on you know. Right now, I'm getting by with it, but I kind of wiggle in. Can't do this on public property. One way, well, one reason I'm getting by with it now is because that time in the morning. They're in the drive-throughs going around. They ain't coming in, sitting down like I am. If business gets up, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. Amen. That? I was up at trade school one day, and I had uh, got got one in there talking to him. <laughs> but let me turn to the Book of Revelation. We'll show you something. The seven churches of Asia. You remember we talked about in the, uh, about the Old Testament. I said it talks about the church. Well, the first part of Revelation lets us know that the seven churches of Asia is a, is a uh, representative of the seven, I mean, is, of the day of grace. And it's seven different periods of time that these churches were involved. They're all shut down now, not there anymore. They're ruins. But every one of them has a different degree in that. They represent from time when the Lord descended back up into heaven until the Lord comes after the church. But I think it's uh, it's chapter 2 of the book of Revelation. In chapter 2, in verse 10, it said, Fear none of those. Let's go back and see what it said. Verse 9, I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews, and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. Now, we may see that day. And they we've already seen it. They used to burn them at stakes. So somebody said, I'm having a rough time going through persecution. We ain't had no persecution here in America. Talking about you and laughing at you and cussing you out and spitting on you. That's not persecution. That's just suffering a little reproach for the cause of Christ. Some of you in the prison that you may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days, just a short time. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. God wants us to be faithful through all of it. And uh, let me see if I can find another verse. It's talking about the hour of temptation. Uh... You know where it's at right quick, brother? I don't. Talk, the Lord's going to keep us from the hour of temptation. Means he's going to, huh? Anyhow, he's going to keep us from the hour. hour. Yeah, I found it. Chapter number 3, verse 10. 
Philadelphian church. By the way, I believe we're living in the Philadelphian church age the saints of God are. I believe the whole world's in that uh, Laodicean church because they have need of nothing. Uh, they're lukewarm because they're not lukewarm, not hot or cold. God's going to spew them out of his mouth. But so he said in verse 10, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. What is the hour of temptation? I believe that's a tribulation hour. Amen. Uh, I, he, he said he'd keep us from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world. So I read. I don't. We've had a lot of persecution, but it hadn't, sometimes hasn't been on the whole world. It's just been in places. But the hour of temptation, which is tribulation, going to come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. So we ain't got there yet. So I believe that God's going to keep us out of that. I don't believe the church is going to go through any part of the tribulation. What about you, Brother Tony? I don't think so. Either. We're no. not. We're not appointed under wrath. Not, we're not appointed under wrath. We're under grace. See, who's appointed under wrath? The Jew. Why? Because he refused the Lord Jesus. God put him on the sideline. He's waiting. He's waiting his judgment. He's waiting his trial. He's waiting his uh, a time called Jacob's trouble. I didn't get into all that today. But uh, I hope this has helped you a little bit to understand where we are. Is it confused you? Anybody confused? But the Jews do turn back to God in the end, don't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. He said a nation be born a day. But now many of them are going to perish. Because they're not going to take the mark of the beast. That's one thing those Jews are not going to take as a mark. That's when they're going to open their eyes. God's going to open their eyes when it comes to the time that they're going to have to take a mark. And they know that they shouldn't have a mark. They've been taught that. Unless he's, unless he's a, a way far off left uh, sinful Jew, he's not going to you don't see him running around with tattoos all over him. You don't see those Jews with tattoos. No, because they've been taught uh, day one. You don't take a mark. Oh, you know, preacher, back all the way to the beginning there in Genesis when you read that to us. Yeah. About the the covenant with. Abraham and the, the Lord said you know to him I bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse you and then they shall all families of the earth be, be blessed. blessed salvation yep yep that's it that hadn't been for the Jews we wouldn't have salvation had had been for the Jews we wouldn't have a Bible right. had been for the Jews we wouldn't have Christ and we got a lot to be thankful that's right yeah really can't say a whole lot against the Jews. I don't. I laugh at them sometimes and, and uh, you know, in a, in a way, but I don't try to be crit- critical of them. And, uh, he came to his own and his own received him not. Right. Yeah. But as many as received of them gave you power <laughs> to become the sons of God. Amen. Right. And I think about myself. Yeah, me too. Jews are a good people. Yeah. 
Amen. As the old songwriter says, I'm no longer in North Yep. Yeah. That's right. Brought me in the family, into the family. And you know it too. You feel it. You know you. Amen. Thank God. Yep. Praise the Lord for it. Amen. All right. Any other questions or additions or any of that? Then we get out of here. I'm a growing. <laughs> I'm a growing. <laughs> Thank God, Mr. Preacher. What, what he's got over on October, I'll tell you right here. Yeah, but I'm telling you.